This is episode 257 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're going to talk about normal eating. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dozier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally, right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food Show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, my sisters. So let me ask you this question. Have you ever thought the following thought? I wish I could just eat normally. And I'm silenced for (laughs) reason here. I can bet a lot of money that most of us listening to this podcast or doing this podcast, in my case of me, have had this thought thousands of times. Especially if you're older, the more time and the more thought similar to this one you've had. So I can pretty much sure say hell yes for all of us. I know I've had this thought for years. Not sure exactly when I started to think this thought, but I know for a fact it's been decades. I'm 45 years old, so depending where you are in the bracket of age, could be different for you. The meaning of this thought, I wish I could just eat normally, had a different undertone based on the different phase of my life, but one thing was common was the feeling of being tired. When I had this thought, I was tired of always having to think about eating, what to eat, when to eat, and how to eat. Constant thinking and analyzing of food and eating and everything connected to it. I'll be honest, and I'm pretty sure most of you have experienced the same. And for me, it's up to recently, I thought that eating normally would give me a normal body. I mean, I went to school and that was the fact that I was being taught in nutrition school. That if I could get my client to eat, quote, normally under their guidance, whatever they were teaching in nutrition school, people would be normal. Size-wise, body-wise, and health-wise, everything was going to be fixed by eating normally. Plus, later in society, who had repeatedly told me that normal was thin, and then the diet gurus claimed that as soon as if I could only fix my eating problem, I would come back to, quote, normal eating, therefore I would have a, quote, normal body. So hell yes, 
I wanted to eat normally because the way I was eating wasn't normal. Even when I followed the perfect diet, like there was a period of me when I was going to nutrition school, like I, I can, I'm telling you, I had the perfect diet. And even with that, I didn't have the perfect body. And as a result of this, I kept chasing normal eating to get a normal body. But after years of trying hard to, quote, fix my eating, quote, problem, I saw the light. I encountered a book called Health at Every Size by Dr. Lindo Bacon, and my scientific mind agreed with him. Diet don't work. So I quit dieting, which was a huge relief. But I quickly realized that I didn't know how to eat if I wasn't restricting counting points, calorie, macros, nutrients, food obsession didn't go away. If I were eating in other people's presence, I would be worried about how other people saw me behave with food. Even when I was alone, when eating the one bite, I was thinking about the next bite and how quickly this meal would be over. After a meal, I would start thinking about, did I overeat? Did I not overeat? Why can I not eat the food that I want? And I even started to resent people who ate normally and enjoy food, and I wasn't. Is that what stopping dieting should look like? Because I thought by quitting dieting, I would eat normally. Well, that didn't work. I had to acknowledge that I didn't even know what normal eating was. So let's explore that together. What is normal eating? The answer will likely surprise you as much as it did for me back then. Eating normally is when eating is not a thing. It's not an issue. When eating is not a worry, when eating is just another thing you do in your day. Normal eating is flexible because that's what life is about. Here's an analogy for you about how flexible normal eating should be. Think of a palm tree, right? If you watch a palm tree during a terrible storm, they bend. They are really flexible so they can weather the storm. They can weather life. Very rigid tree cannot weather the storm. They break. They get uprooted. Palm trees are normal eating. Rigid tree are dieting. There's no flexibility in dieting. So normal eating is flexible, adaptable, and bendable. It goes with the flow. (laughs) What a concept, right? Your eating goes with life. Eating does not have to come before life. Normal eating is rooted in trust for yourself. Normal eating is about trusting your body with food and around food and around eating, Normal eating is grounded in respect, respect for food and for your body and for yourself. Normal eating respects the innate function of food to fuel and to give nutrition element to your body, all wrapped in within pleasure, pleasurable experience of food. It's eating with respect towards your body, not because you have to, because you want to. Because you want your body to be able to do all the things for you as long as it can. Normal eating is not about trying to change your body. That was my biggest mistake. 
I was still associating the outcome of normal eating with my body size. Normal eating is not about trying to change your body thinness or beauty. Normal eating is not about controlling your body. It's about detaching food and eating from size of your body, from your beauty. That's the big piece here. A friend of mine, Dr. Jillian Murphy, was a guest on a number of episodes prior. You're going to have to look through your podcast app here. And Dr. Jillian introduced me to the work of Ellen Sater a few years back. And Helene has a comprehensive description of normal eating that I'll share with you right now. So this is an extract from Ellen's work. Normal eating is going to the table hungry and eating until you're satisfied. It's about being able to choose the food you like and eat and truly get enough of it. Not just stopping eating because you think you should. Normal eating is being able to give some thought to your food selection so you get nutritious food, but not being so wary and restrictive that you miss out on enjoyable food. Normal eating is giving permission to eat sometimes because you're happy or sad or bored or just because food feel good. Normal eating is mostly three meals a day or four or five or If you choose to munch all day long, that's normal eating too. It's leaving some cookie on the plate because you know you can't have some again tomorrow or eating more because they taste so wonderful. Normal eating is overeating at times, feeling stuffed and uncomfortable. It can be undereating at times because maybe you don't have food available. Normal eating is stressing your body to make up for mistake in eating. Normal eating takes up some of your time and attention, but it's in place where it should be. It's one of the element of your life. In short, normal eating is flexible. It varies in response to your hunger, your schedule, your proximity to food, and your feelings. You see, all of us here today, no matter when you're listening, no matter who you are, how long you've been dieting, No matter what the size of your body is, all of us are born eating normally. We have that skill within us. But as we go along in our lives, something overrides this innate wisdom, this innate wisdom of normal eating, and a new code is rewritten in our mind of what food and eating should look like. That new code is diet culture. You see these adult, these normal eater that we all have around us are the people who've never been on a diet. They've never had their inner coding altered by diet culture. They don't question or negotiate their hunger. They leave chocolate cake on the plate and they don't even notice it. They eat an entire pizza with their buddies without a second thought. So how do we dieters or former dieters become one of these people, you know, a normal eater. Well, three steps I want to share with you today. Number one, recognize that nothing is wrong with you. You are not broken. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're struggling with eating or food. I'm going to use a swear word here. Diet culture fucked up your eating habits, your relationship to food, and to your body. It's not you. Sit with that and accept it. 
There's no way to proceed in attempting to be a normal eater if that has not sat within you and been accepted. Two, once you've accepted that nothing is wrong with you, you move on to the next stage, which is to acknowledge that you were born a normal eater and you have this innate wisdom within you to eat normally. Hell yes, you're good enough right now as you are today to be a normal eater. Deeply connect with this part of self-worth. And then step three, the grand finale, then reconnect with your innate power around food. You can use a process like intuitive eating and the 10 principle of intuitive eating. It's kind of a structure, step one, two, three, four, five, and so forth, um, to come back home to your power, right? There's just a way, a structure, a framework to get back home. Just make sure that whatever method you choose to use to reconnect to your innate power around food and eating isn't tinted with diet culture because that is becoming very rapidly a big problem. Normal eating, intuitive eating is currently beginning to be used by diet culture in the weight loss industry as a way of selling you into dieting without dieting. That's other bullshit, but that's a whole other podcast. Let's stay on track here. So three step, simple, right? Remember my story at the beginning? I'm totally transparent and I'll say to you that I tried this three step and I struggle. In itself, ditching dieting was simple. Stop following the rules and move on with my life. But the reality wasn't so simple for me and for many of us. Why? Well, let's see. What is the difference between a former dieter who's trying to eat normally and a normal eater, someone who's never dieted? Well, there's very important common trait. Number one, the mechanical action, first of all, the mechanical action of eating is the same. I mean, bring food to the mouth, throw solo, Bring food to the mouth, chew, swallow, digest. That's the same for any human. The second commonality is food is the same. Like we eat the same food. Food is a bunch of macronutrients put together in a package that tastes amazing. And it's used by our body to fuel our life and fuel all the function within our body. Same for every human. So food and eating isn't the issue. So what is the issue? What is the difference between a former dieter or somebody that maybe even diet right now and a normal eater who's never been dieting? The difference between the two is how they engage with food and eating. How we engage, I mean by that, how we think about food. What is our intention with food and eating? That's the difference between the two groups. That's where we need to start, right? Because we established that eating and food isn't the problem because it's common to both group. What's different is how we think. The thoughts we have about food and eating, that's the difference. The belief that we have internalized as former dieters is where the difference is. 
The, the thoughts like we entertain in our mind, the mean girl voice, the noise in the background all the time, that's where we find the solution for us as former dieter to become a normal eater. So let me give you an example of what I mean. I'm going to get really specific here. So I'm recording this the day after Thanksgiving in Canadian Thanksgiving. So I'm going to give you the example of Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Thanksgiving dinner is neutral. That's the same circumstance for both group. What makes this event different is how we think about Thanksgiving. So Here's some thoughts of a normal eater may have. Oh my God, Thanksgiving is so nice. I'm going to spend time with the people I love the most. My mom is going to make my favorite kind of potatoes. I can't wait to eat grandma's pumpkin pie. Better put my elastic pants on because I'm going to enjoy this. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Normal eaters thoughts. And a result of these thoughts, they feel calm and joyful. They engage with family. They eat what they like. They overeat like everyone else at the table. Without a second thought, they sit on the couch with everyone with their elastic waistband pants. They don't think about how much they overeat. They laugh about it. A former dieter, on the other hand, facing Thanksgiving may have the following thoughts. What are my family going to think about me? I've put on some weight since the last time we saw each other. I better lose a few pounds before Thanksgiving. Maybe I should call my mom and see what's on the menu. I should bring my own, quote, keto pie so I don't spiral down in sugar addiction for the next few weeks. I'm not going to eat all day so I can just eat what I want for dinner. Everyone is looking at me at the table and what I'm choosing. My sister is judging me. I know it. I'm such a bad person because I ate too much again. I wish I could have another serving of this. Don't put too much gravy on this as it has so many calories, etc., etc., etc. As a result, the former dieter may feel anxious, cautious, self-doubt. And by the end of the celebration, they probably feel ashamed for their eating choice. And the action that they take around food and eating differ from the normal eater. They don't engage as deeply at the table with family member because they're so busy managing their expectation of their eating behavior and the expectation of others. And they crave food. They, they, they doubt themselves in their food choice. They crave the compulsive food and they create compulsion around their own eating. And they eat too much because diet is on Monday. They feel physically terrible and mentally terrible. They don't laugh sitting on the couch feeling full and many other behavior. I can bet you, you know the rest of the kind of behavior you can have. These thoughts that the former dieter has or the dieter has is running in their mind is what I refer as diet culture thoughts, thoughts that we've heard other dieters say, thoughts that our dieting crew told us we needed to have, thoughts that our girlfriend who shared dinner with us, all dieting together, we're talking to each other, the thoughts that we read on social media from the woman who lost all this weight and posted a before and after picture that we're reading. Thoughts that patriarchy marketing made mainstream as a way of keeping women in a state of doubt and shame about our bodies so we can keep playing small. 
et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is what I call diet culture thoughts. These are the thoughts that a normal eater, the person who's never followed the diet, doesn't have. These are the thoughts that the person who's never been on a diet has no clue that are going on in our head as a former dieter. And these are the thoughts that we say to this person, you just don't get it. It's true that they don't get it. The person who's never dieted because they've never thought about food and eating in this way. So hell yeah, they don't get it. It's a fact because they don't think like us. Diet culture thoughts create the feeling of excitement that for a short while allows us to restrict food. Diet culture thought makes us feel better about ourselves temporarily when we eat, quote, perfectly. These diet culture thoughts change our action and behavior around food, in the case of dieting, for a short while until the normal human thought come back right? The thought like, damn, why is it that I can't have birthday cake like everyone else at the party? And you know what happened when you have these thoughts when you're on a diet or you're restricting food. All you obsess about is the damn birthday cake because that's normal human behavior. That's what unlearning diet culture is about. It's about changing the way we think about food and eating. Seeing the crazy thoughts we have been taught about eating and food and challenging them and then creating new ones. Creating new thoughts that are empowering about food and eating so that we can experience the same feeling as a person who's never dieted around food. Feeling a calm, feeling of neutrality which then result in normal eating behavior. In conclusion, to become a normal eater, we need to change the way we think about food and eating first. So if we go back to the three step I taught you earlier, remember step one, right? Recognize that nothing is wrong with you, that you're not broken, that it's not your fault. It's not you the problem as to why you're struggling with food and eating, that diet culture is the problem, right? How do we do the step one? We look at our diet culture thought. And if that step one is not done, then for sure we're going to struggle with, quote, normal eating because we're trying to have a behavior, quote, normal eating with old diet culture thoughts running in our mind. To become a normal eater, you must first explore the diet culture thoughts you have in your mind right now. Take inventory of them. See them. See what they create in your life. And then decide if you want to continue to carry these thoughts and belief with you. Because know that the thoughts and belief you carry will create the way you feel in the action you take. How do we take inventory and look at these thoughts? Simple. Take a pen, take your journal, pen and a paper and write them down. Do a full, what we call a thought download right? Around food, around eating. In Conquer and Thrive, that's what we do the first month of our membership program. You have access to a step-by-step process that I teach you over a number of videos and worksheets on how to do that. 
because I've known working with thousands of women over the last, call it six years, in a diet culture-free environment, if that is not done at the beginning, the rest is not going to work. Intuitive eating is going to be a struggle and body image. Let's not even go there. If we carry diet culture thought, it's just a mess. So we teach you the cognitive behavior therapy model to help you inventory your thought and change these thoughts. That's what we call the confident mindset course. That inventory of your thought, that change of your diet culture thought is the missing element. Especially if you've been trying to become a normal eater, an intuitive eater, and you have, quote, failed at it. First of all, recognize that failing is diet culture language. (laughs) There's no such thing as failing in intuitive eating. That whole thing is a diet culture thought. Not addressing your mindset, aka your diet culture thought, is the reason why you don't produce the behavior that you want. You can try to bully yourself into normal eating behavior while hating yourself and hating your body and thinking that something is wrong with you. But I can guarantee you that it may work for a few days or a few weeks, but it's not going to work long term. Because that's exactly how dieting functions. And and this is what I realized about myself. I was approaching this change in my life, normal eating, as I was approaching dieting. And I did that for years. I attempted to change my behavior without changing my beliefs and my thoughts. That didn't work, right? That's where I started my story. So remember that I was carrying the thought that if I eat normally, I'll have a normal body. That was a diet culture thought. Like, no wonder why this wasn't working with me. So Doing the, quote, work is where the solution is. And the work, for those who've heard this expression before, is is where you look at what's going on in your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs around diet culture, around food, around eating. Clean that up first. And then automatically, without you trying, your behavior will change because you've changed what created the behavior in the first place. I know this was a game changer for me. And it's a game changer for all of my clients. And I hope this will help you too. All right, sisters, this is how we become normal eater. I love you. And I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Try. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life-changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively, and master body confidence. That you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Thrive will help you take this knowledge deeper into real-life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.